Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to Live Dharma Sunday. If you have called in to listen to this morning's broadcast, please note that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you are joining us from either the Bright Dawn main site or the Blog Talk Radio site, please note that it is not necessary to call in. If you are experiencing loss of audio or the Blog Talk Radio player is not working properly, please refresh your page and hit the play button once more. It may take a few moments for your browser to complete the buffering process. Once again, welcome to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the broadcast. Good morning, and welcome to Live Dharma Sunday for today, uh, January 14th, 2018. And this is uh, Sayo and I'm uh, hosting for Reverend Koyokobosi today. And, you know, it's already 14 days into the new year, and uh, living in California, I've been thinking a lot of, about sort of the, the weird weather conditions we've had, you know, if it's it's not too dry, which produces, you know, fires, uh, then it's it's too wet and we have mudslides. And, you know, we tend to be in crisis mode a lot because of, of Mother Nature. And that got me thinking, I, I have this little framed uh, teaching on crisis that was a pamphlet or a handout uh, that Reverend Kilmikobosi would would hand out, and it has the two kanjis for the word crisis. And as I'm looking at it right now, it always reminds me that crisis. When when you look at the two kanjis, it means uh, the two symbols represent danger and opportunity. And I am always thinking about that. That any crisis situation, we always have that sort of moment of danger. The the thing that's happening you know uh but also within that we have the opportunity uh to learn from it to grow from it and not just let it be something uh, that affects us Uh, so i I try to keep that in mind every time i I feel there's uh something that's not going quite right something that um is maybe an affliction or uh, something that could potentially lead to suffering and I tried to think about the the other side of it, the opportunity that I can have in uh, trying to understand that situation better. You know, maybe look at it um, as as a teaching. You know, this can be a, anything. You know, from like I said, you know, Mother Nature, or perhaps an illness, or a death in the family, um, something that's maybe not pleasurable. I can you know look at it. You know accept it as what it is. It's something that's, that's affecting me. Right. And, uh, 
and use it as an opportunity to grow and develop. It's not always perfect, um, but at least it, it's a, something that gives us an opportunity to learn more, to grow more, and understand these crisis situations. Um, so I was just thinking about that. I have this little um, pamphlet framed. I've had it in um, my office. I have it always here in front of me. Uh, as a reminder, you know, when there's danger or something's happening, hey, you have an opportunity to to use it, use it as a teaching, and not fall victim to it. I think that's the important part is is trying not to be the victim in the situation, but try to rise up above it and take something from it that, again, will make you the hero, I guess you could say, you know, makes you be the one that uh, took that situation and instead of letting it control you, you instead found a way to use it to your advantage. So uh, today we have our, our Dharma glimpse uh, that will be given by Clarence uh, Genyo. Uh, Clarence Genyo Sensei was part of our LM8 class. So let's hear what Clarence Genyo has to say this morning. I've often noticed the uh, ability to laugh is sometimes missed by those with an inclination towards spiritual and religious things. Many people seem to think the quest for a more spiritual side to living seem to equate that with being somber and serious all the time. Aside from the uh, laughing Buddha statues you find in Chinese restaurants, which isn't actually the Buddha, the depictions of uh, Sakyamuni Buddha are often of a serious person with a rather otherworldly demeanor. Jesus is often depicted the same way, especially in films. But I always thought that someone with a deep spiritual knowledge that manifested in their daily living must be someone who is enjoyable to be around. I just can't see the Buddha or Jesus being able to keep all that many people around for very long if they weren't likable. Many years ago, when I used to train security officers, I would tell them, take what you do seriously, but don't take yourself too seriously in the process. We need laughter, fun, and joy in life. We can get caught, so caught up in the weighty ideas and problems that we lose perspective. What good is understanding and living with all the wisdom of the ages if we can't find a little joy in little everyday things and laugh with the impermanence of living? There are very serious problems in life, and we should give them the attention they deserve. But too often we forget that all of life is an impermanent flow of change, or as uh, Gyome-sensei has written, uh, it's all process of becoming. That uh, impermanent change may seem terribly so, slow or terribly quick, depending on our preferences. But we get so focused on the serious things that we lose ourselves to them. It robs us of seeing the other good things all around us. It steals our ability to enjoy the world around us and the relationship with everyone else around us. It can alienate us from family, friends, and neighbors. And it can also uh, give us a false perspective that someone who looks at a problem from a different perspective is an enemy. I've known to people who relate to the world like this, and odds are you do too. I've been guilty of it myself in times past. I think that uh, learning to relax in the face of the problems we can't immediately solve is a crucial skill to develop. Laugh more and worry less. Laughter and relaxation go hand in hand. We take on too much. We take on the weight of the world on our own shoulders. 
We take on one thing after another without relaxing in between. We take on too many things at once. And too many things with too little proper focus on each one of them leads to tension. That leads to mindless living and mindless worry about the things we can't control. It robs us, to, robs us of experiencing the joyful, wonderful things that go on all around us. That's something I've been thinking about a lot lately with all the uh, things that go on in the world and all the problems and problems in my life and problems in my friends and family's life. And uh, it's so easy to get caught up and fixated on the things that go wrong and the things that aren't the way we want them to be. One of the cornerstone of Buddhist thought is that everything is impermanent and everything changes. And uh, sometimes uh, getting a fixed attachment to what we think we want is uh, causes a lot of uh, tension, and a lot of suffering. And then it's easy to get so fixated on that that we uh, cause suffering in others. It can rob us of our ability to engage with the world and other people more compassionately. You know, and I, I've done this myself. You know, people who are so caught up with their own problems, you can't tell them about yours because their default position is how dare you think this is a problem, mine or worse. And I've been that at times in my life too. It's one of the things that the, the Dharma has, has taught me that uh, there's no problem that is solely uniquely my own that hasn't been experienced by many other people many other times all throughout human history. It kind of helped me learn to relax a little bit. And like I mentioned, problems are serious and we should give them serious attention. But at the same time, can't let them rob us of our joy of seeing all the little things in the world and focus on the gratefulness we need for all the things that are going right. So I'm not much for New Year's resolutions. But my goal this year is to laugh more at the impermanence of the world and not to let the weight of the world's problems steal away the joy and wonder of all the other things. Because I want to engage the world with, with joy and laughter and relaxation and compassion and not allow the issues of my life or the issues of the world around me or the, just to... Uh, suck me dry and make me an angry, bitter person because things aren't the way I want them to be. I want to be someone who's a joy to be around rather than someone like, oh, here comes that Clarence Genio. <laughs> That's just uh, my musings on the Dharma today. Live with joy. Learn how to relax. Thank you very much for listening and tuning into Live Dharma Sunday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I, I often like to use the mantra, don't forget to laugh. You know, uh, of course, there's a lot of serious things that happen in the world. Um, but I, I'm always reminded, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of uh, Doctor Who. There's a phrase that one of the doctors says that there's no point in growing up if you can't be childish sometimes. I always think about that. I think we do tend to be very serious, whether it's with whether it's with our religion or our daily lives. We get caught up in all those sort of little issues that become big issues and down the line and leads to sort of sadness or depression or uh, sort of living without hope. And 
I, I try to remind myself, you know, you've, you've got to be a little childish sometimes. You've got to laugh at life. Um, life is actually very a very beautiful and wonderful thing. Um, when we don't mix sort of our own conceptions, ideas, and all these things that sort of um, make things out uh, the, the way we would want them to be as opposed to letting them be natural, sort of a natural process of life. Uh, it's like they say, sometimes uh, for some people, rain is bad. Oh, I hate rain. Just ruin my day. Uh, but then to the farmer, oh, rain is a blessing. You know, so it's really about our, our perspective in life and relaxing a little bit. You know, I think nowadays the, the word relax is, is become uh, something bad. Like if, if you relax, oh, you're too lazy now, you know. And here I think the relax we're, we're talking about is this mental relaxation, this sort of letting go, you know, uh, enjoying the impermanence of life. You know, it's, it's a great thing because it means that every moment we have something fresh, we have something new. Uh, and I think that's that's why we get caught up in, in so many of our, our own problems because we see them as something permanent, as something fixed. But when we look at life, life is never fixed. You know, I have this beautiful tree outside my window and it's a constant reminder you know through the different seasons and life is about change um good things bad things everything is a part of life and i can either embrace it and enjoy it uh like uh, uh clarence genya sensei mentioned uh laugh along with it or i can let it take me down and and uh make me sad or make me upset uh you know, because our happiness is a choice. We we can choose to, uh, even in the most troubling of times, there's always some form of truth or light that can brighten our minds and be able to continue to live uh, with a sort of a joyous, uh, hopeful mind, which I think is an, is uh, is important. Um, and another thing I always like to, uh, I I always think about is uh, the sun will come out tomorrow. You know, I, I grew up watching Annie as a kid. Um, I remember the first time my mom watched it, I was like, what is this? What, I, I don't understand. But looking at Annie's story, I realized the sun does come out tomorrow. So I have a new opportunity, a fresh start to enjoy this amazing voyage uh, we call life. And just relax. Don't, don't take it too seriously, you know. Um, there's a little photo that I have of uh, uh, it's a little sign that says uh, R-E-L-A-X it's all good and this was uh, there was a I think it was a few years back I was visiting Bright Dawn and I was at LAX and they were doing some major remodeling so you know the, the place was kind of a mess and you couldn't really find your way around the different terminals but almost at every corner they had this this poster that said R-E as in regarding LAX it's all good. But when you look at the poster, it reads, relax, it's all good. And for me, that was sort of the, the message that I took from, from that visit because it's a, it's a reminder to relax. It's all good. You know, when, when we look at the, the Four Noble Truths, of course, the Buddha, uh, the first, you know, we look at the word dukkha, which many people translate as suffering or, you know, I, I always like to say, uh, instead of suffering, it's uneasiness, or there are there are difficulties. You know, life has um, has its difficulties, 
but it doesn't mean that all of life is just one difficult voyage. I think the idea is here when we have an understanding that life has its ups and downs, it's got its bumpy roads. Um, we accept life as it is. You know, we don't try to uh, change it and, and make it the way we want to, because that's the way we want it to be. You know, we just kind of flow with it. Uh, so I've always, I've always liked that, that, you know, life is a bumpy road, you know, sometimes it, it, and the majority of the time it's smooth, you know, uh, but when those bumps come, Hey, again, I go back to my little poster on, on crisis, you know, danger and opportunity. I try to look at that, you know, that bump, you know, what, what is it trying to tell me? Uh, am I too rigid in something, you know? And I look within, I try to figure out, well, how can I use this to make things a little better, a little hopeful? You know, how can I use this to my advantage instead of, again, becoming, uh, you know, slave to it, to this emotion and, and so forth? Um, one of the things I, I learned early on is that we, we have the ability to transform our troubles, transform our, our sufferings. And again, we do that by uh, using that, that light of wisdom, right? Using that light of, of wisdom, of truth to shed a light on it. Right. And that way I can see it. I can see it's impermanent. I can see the emptiness of it. And again, if I take it as something that will help me along the way, along this voyage of life, then it's great. It's meaningful. You know, everything is meaningful. Everything uh, is important in our lives. It depends on, again, how we look at it. Uh, and it's kind of fun because I think you, you become, instead of just being this passenger, right, on the trip to life, you're a, an active participant, you know, you have that ability to participate in life. You go with it, you flow with it, but you're part of it, not, you know, something alongside with life. You're there. No, no, I'm, I'm part of it. The trees, the sky, the earth, all this uh, is with me, uh, right, on our, our voyage of life. And I think it makes life so much happier, you know, makes all these things so meaningful. Uh, and when you really look at all this in that way life is a blessing everything in life is a blessing again because everything is is meaningful and everything is important um or as i like to say to uh koyo sensei everything is beautiful <laughs> so um well with that uh i want to thank you all for joining us for live dharma sunday today and please continue to join us every sunday and don't forget that you can always come back and listen to any of the recordings uh, and you can also share them along with uh, social media. So that's all for today's broadcast. And until next time, keep going and have a beautiful day.